Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast. We have a really exciting guest today. Something all of you out there listening need to know about. Something we're all trying to figure out together as entrepreneurs, as business owners. Our guest today is professional athlete turned entrepreneur, turned business owner, turned expert and specializes in digital ads, Facebook, Instagram, Google, all the things, all the algorithms that leave us confused all the time. Michael Curry, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this. Well, man, we're going to have some fun. I know for me, I am so lost when it comes to digital marketing and algorithms and everything else. But before we get into all that and you start teaching us what we need to know, man, I want to hear about your story because I know like little flashes and bits and pieces. There's like baseball player, there's Padres, there's living in an RV. There's, we were talking about <laughs> you lived off hot spot running your life for yeah. a while while you're traveling around the world. So how in the world did, do we connect all this, man? So baseball was my life, right? Growing up, I spent my weekends you know, from nine years old till really starting at nine years old. I, every weekend I was going to play baseball tournaments, driving to Atlanta. I played junior, senior year at Gainesville High School. And as soon as Georgia University of Georgia found out I was in state, they emailed me immediately. And because that was one of the big things, they try to get a lot of in-state recruits because of the Hope Scholarship. And uh, sure enough, they found out I was now a Georgia resident in state and things just kind of lined up. So they offered me a scholarship and I committed to Georgia for baseball and lived out my junior, senior year of high school, had a blast and went on to Georgia. This is still baseball mode, right? We're still baseball or bus mode. Uh, yeah, I had a great career at Georgia. Best best time of my life. Loved the game. And I mean, <laughs> I knew the moment I stepped on campus, I'm signing junior year, no matter what. All right, who'd, you get dra- who'd you get drafted by? I got drafted by the San Diego Padres in the 16th round of the 2018 uh, MLB draft. Awesome. Um, so anyway, so I get drafted and I go to Pro Bowl. And I remember, you know, we get shipped out and we go to Arizona to report to like a mini camp you know you're the new draftee there you know oh nice you know you get treated all really nicely and you go to the nice spring training facilities in Arizona you're hitting on field BP all this cool stuff remember you know you're still riding on that high of getting drafted and opportunity to play pro ball and things like that but um I I did realize come to this point where it's like you know baseball will end one day so uh I had a good 2019 campaign and then my wife, so she came and visited me. And you got to remember, like, the living situation, I was in a three-bedroom with six other dudes. And oh, my God. Yeah, there was two there was two twin beds per bedroom, right? Like, Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it was... This is worse so than, she, like, freshman in college. <laughs> yeah, so when she came, like, we would, like, you know, we would stay in hotels. And, like, when I would go on the road, she would go stay in the apartments because it was empty. And or, you know, we'd stay in Airbnb. Like, we spent a lot of money yeah. just to be together. And, um, you know, she came to me with the idea. She was like, let's get an RV and renovate it. Because kind of at the time, it started becoming a trend. Like, people were just getting yes. these RVs and flipping them. You know what I mean? And so, I, me, I was so ignorant. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not living in a trailer. No, what do you mean? Right? Like, I was so ignorant to like what it actually like the beauty of it all. So she said, okay, that's fine. Then we're just, we'll see each other for six, seven months out of the year. And so a couple of weeks go by and, you know, us men, we got to put our ego to the side. I, uh, I, yep. I looked, I looked at, uh, 
I was looking into it, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, it does kind of make sense, because there was other ball players who were doing it. And so I told her, I said, okay, let's do it. And so we shopped around, and then in off-season of 2019, we got a 2001 Class C motorhome, which are the ones, like, they look like a U-Haul, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, I've, so I've looked at these it. things for years and keep trying to find an excuse to buy one because I'm like diet for some <laughs> reason. I, I like love the idea of it. Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, and it just really, it made sense for what we were doing mm -hmm. in our lives at the time. So, you know, we did that, we gutted it, renovated it. Um, and then 2020 we headed out. So go out, go out of spring training 2020 and then COVID happens and we don't have a season. So Liz and I, we stayed in Arizona until like July and, um, we uh we just kind of stayed there i think at the time because we would we got paid like nothing like they gave us like a lump sum of cash for x amount of months like they weren't going to pay us and eventually they paid us but i think i got like liz was like doing amazon customer support during covid so you can imagine how crazy oh that my was God. And, we were, and you know she did that um uh, she did that and we were in the classy we're in the in the motorhome just she'd get up and do that and uh and Arizona is hot. It's hot in RVs in Arizona. That's why people in RVs, that's why they're snow, that's why they're snowbirds. They don't mess around with Arizona heat. They go down, they go up to Canada. But um regardless, she did that. And I think I got some like I got some like Apple chat support job just to make extra money because we were trying to hustle. We were just trying to make money, right? And sure. Uh, and you know, we kind of did that in 2020. And then we started twiddling our thumbs a little bit and we were like, you know what? Like, let's like sell this RV and get something that's like a little more comfortable to live in. Cause maybe like we could like buy land and like live in the RV on our land and slowly build our home, something like that, you know? And so we we're like, okay. And so we ended up uh, selling the RV, getting a fifth wheel, which are the ones that go into the back of the truck. That's and, awesome. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And in 2020 was actually when LM started. That's when we that's when my entrepreneurial journey really started. So um so in 2020, like I said, we made the switch, we made the switch, we got a fifth wheel and traveled around. And so what we started doing, there's this thing called work amping. And what it is is these RV resorts will say, Hey, are you a full-time RVer? Come stay at our RV resort for free, but you have to work, right? You have to do like do maintenance or you know land oh, like i never heard of this where, yeah so you live rent free but you have to clock in clock out we got to work 35 hours a week now this is where it gets crazy because you got to remember i was a student athlete i was kind of pampered like your baseball player just kind of pushing them through you know what i mean i never had to i never had to punch in or punch out you know what i mean i, ne I never had to do that i never had to get a job or anything like that like money and stuff was just handed to me and um i Liz, on the other hand, had three, three jobs in college, you know, she, she, so she, you know, she's experienced. So she's always had this, like, you know, start something be your own boss type of attitude. And whereas me, like I had a lot of catching up to do, cause I've never had experience punching in and punching out. And then, um, sure enough, I'm so grateful for camp golf and doing that because we did it for about three and a half months. I had to go into this little machine, punch in my code, work till a certain time, 35 hours a week. And, you know, I was like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> like, I, 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 ain't do, I ain't doing this. I, you know, even if, <laughs> even, you know, okay, even I get my degree and go get it like a salary job in an office, like, nah, there's, there's got to be another way. But it took that, because like I said, Liz has been in my ear for years telling me this. She's always yep. right. The woman's always right. She's been on here telling me this for years, but it just, you know, me and my ego 
it had to take me experiencing it to be like, okay, you're right. <laughs> like we Man, need to figure something out. It's so cool that you say that because I feel like that's almost more common for the entrepreneurial journey. And for a lot of people starting out and in, in building a business is they don't necessarily know what they want to do, but they got a pretty daggum idea what they don't want to do anymore. And it's like, exactly. I just know I don't want to do this. Like that, that's, that's not a- the model I want to be a part of. <laughs> and so that's all we needed to know. And, um, you know, and for what we, what happened, I have a really successful aunt and uncle up north who run an electrical company and they've been kind of mentors to us. And, you know, we, I called, we were talking to her, my aunt Tiff and out of the blue. And it's so funny because that same day, Liz was like, let's do like online marketing, like digital, like marketing, like social media, me being ignorant and being a male. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, well, yeah, we, no, maybe, we'll see, and um, so we talked to my Aunt Tiff that same day, and she, uh, she was like, you know, you know what I'd really pay someone to do? I would really pay someone to, like, manage our social media, like, I don't have time to do that, I'm too old, I don't, you know, we're too busy, like, just someone to, like, post for me, someone to run ads for me, like, just take care of the whole social media thing, and, like, Liz just kind of looked at me and just gave me that look, like, told you (laughs) but uh and so you know anyway so like you know we kind of jumped in this industry we started like you know of course youtube is your friend we started watching youtube we started like looking into different things and really understanding what it was all about and you know i think with any industry you open up a door to a certain industry and it's just like it's like narnia it's just like there's so much this whole world you had no idea about right like it's so you know we really dove into it and um really started liking it. And so I think that's really cool because I think you can open that door and get overwhelmed and like, Oh my God, that's way more complicated. Or you can open that door and like, Oh my God, there's so much to learn and so much I didn't know. And like get pulled towards it. And I think that's when you know, when that happens, I think that's when you know, Hey, this is what I should do. Well, and I would say looking back, we were overwhelming ourselves because we were doing it all wrong so like here we are we thought okay if we're going to be a if we were going to be a digital if we we're going to be a digital marketing company like we need to be on every platform we need to know how to market on every platform mm. so i remember we had this black we had this black table in our rv and there's a picture of it somewhere and we had papers okay linkedin google ads facebook ads instagram ads, tiktok Pinterest, like all these platforms right and again as like you know, you start to learn of the top people in the industry. You start to like see these different programs and read different things. You start to realize like, you don't have to do that. Like one of the quotes we came across was who makes more money, a heart surgeon or a pediatrician. Right. So in other words, like, like in other words, like let's specialize in some platforms to start out. Let's be really good at, one platform or whatever, let's be really good in one specific social media channel. And then as we grow, we can branch out if we want to. But um, so we were like, okay, that makes sense. So we said, all right, let's just focus on Facebook and Instagram. And so we, you know, we invested in a pro, we were part of a program for, I don't know, I don't know how long we were, but like we learned everything we need to learn from then. They were a great mentor program we went through, um, which that is the one thing I wish we would have done earlier, right? And people always say, invest, invest in yourself, invest in your company when you start out. Don't wait to invest. Dude, 
we waited like month, way too way too long like we, like because when we invested finally like it was like 300 a month to be a part of this yeah. program and learn which you know starting out it's like oh damn, that's a lot of money we're cleaning freaking bathhouses like that's, <laughs> like we're punching in punching out 35 hours like 300 bucks a month but like you know so we were like all right let's do it like we were committed and we told each other we said no matter what because you know the people do these pop-up things like especially in 2020 i think you saw it a lot people yeah, had this, like, yeah let's, start, let's start a business let's get rich quick and it did looking back on it like it's there were some downtime there were some cold stretches like it like it was not always pretty but um you learn a lot but regardless you know so we i say okay so we invested in ourselves we learned we really developed a system and then um we got our first client and this is all happening in 2020, right? And then 2021 rolls around and I'm like, oh shit, okay, gotta go to spring training. So, um, you know, diving back into 2021, we go out to spring training. And at this time, at this point, I'm straight like, okay, yeah, I gotta go to the field. Okay, if I if I hurry and get back, I can be able to, you know, watch this YouTube video. I can just kind of dive in. <laughs> like I was That's so crazy. Focused. We actually traded in our big old fifth wheel because Liz made the comment. And we got a little travel trailer, a little 21 foot travel trailer. Cause Liz made the comment. She was like, you know, if I have to pull into a gas station with that thing, I can't do it. Like, oh, yeah. and that thing, that thing is hard. Like, because our thought was like, if, yeah. if for some reason I got moved in the middle of the season, cause you have no control. They're like, Hey, we're going to send you on a flight. You're going here. Right. If for some reason I got moved and she had to drive alone. Like I want to make sure she could do that and she could do it with a little trailer. So we made sure. that switch right before the season. And <laughs> sure enough, ready? Soon as we downsized, drum roll, Liz gets pregnant. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> Boy, so that was we, a big curveball there. Oh my god! Yeah. So here we are in February. We just went up to like Indiana, made a trade, got a new fit, got a new tra travel trailer, twenty foot travel trailer, drove back down to Georgia, and we're packing up and everything. And she took a test, and she was pregnant. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, okay, good timing. Um, so. So that was another thing heading into the season. Like, okay, you know, I might fiance at the time she's pregnant. And so that's, so now I have pregnant fiance business baseball, right? So go out to spring training 2021. Here I am finishing my degree because I graduated in 2021, uh, in July of 2021 from Georgia. So I'm working on my degree throughout my whole professional career. Started a business managing client accounts and mixing in some baseball so so it's you know it was it was a lot and in the meantime my fiance is pregnant right and so there's a lot know, of balls through, in the air here yeah yeah so go through 2021 season and um obviously liz and i were like look we you know, we can't we cannot have a baby like you can't get birth and come back home to an rv like the 21 <laughs> foot rv the 21 foot rv we had so i told her i said look Pick a hospital you want to give birth at, and we'll find an apartment and we'll rent. And she found Vanderbilt Health, which that team was great over there. It was a great, amazing experience. So we signed a lease in uh, Thompson Station. It's like thirty minutes south of the uh, the city, and it was six month lease there. Had had Bentley, had my daughter, and um, during that time, you know, it was nice. There was no outside distractions as far as baseball. We were able to just kind of focus on business, get more clients, and outreach and things like that. And um, Things were going well, and as spring training rolled around, I was faced with the decision in 2022, right? I was faced with this yeah. decision of like, okay, do I want to go back or do I really build on what we have going on right now? 
right? Because like we've made strides. Like it's like that was like our income. Like like that's what was paying our bills. Like there was no other money coming. Like we were we were making it work. And um, I got to a point. Number one, like I really didn't want to go back. Like and and I battled. Like I, I cried a lot, dude. Like it, it was it was just it was tough. Like because I, I didn't want to leave Liz. I didn't want to deal with the unknown. It wasn't fair for the family. Like it was just it was a lot of outside factors and just started thinking about it all. And I'm just like, I don't want to, I don't feel happy doing that. Like, I don't want to do that. And so, and so I came to peace with that. And I always knew that I would miss that. I would miss hitting home runs. I would miss making diving plays. Like I'd miss the the clubhouse vibe. Like I knew I would always miss that. So I shed tears for that for sure. But as far as like the, the want to be a big leaguer anymore, like it, it, it was gone. And I realized that and I was like, all right, I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to hang it up. So, but uh, no, man, so that, okay. So that's my life. Anyways, cut. See you, see you later. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, but yeah man, man what an, what an awesome, like just crazy roller coaster of story and like different. We didn't experience. even talk about business yet. We didn't even talk about Facebook ads yet. We got to yeah. dive into that. Now, Don't break this up into two episodes. It needs to be one long, great episode. That, yeah. Now we're, uh, now we're transitioning into like, all right, that's a, a crazy journey. And like so many <laughs> things happen and I'm sure like so many lessons in mindset and things that transition over to the business side, but yeah, let's, let's talk business for a second. Let's talk about Facebook ads. And is that where it started? Did it start with Facebook ads and then graduate into other different platforms? Yeah. So we, like I told you in the beginning, right, we specialized, let's specialize in Facebook, Instagram, right? I love that by the way. I I can't, so many businesses screw that up. Like it's a, Mm -hmm. yeah, specializing is so smart and becoming really good at one thing before you jump into another. I love that. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of like your tax business, right? Mm -hmm. Like you guys do just business owners and entrepreneurs, right? And, that, that, that's and exactly I think right. That's it. And um, I was actually talking to Elizabeth about that yesterday. I said, that makes sense. You know, you guys provide a white glove service to mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and business owners in that area. And I, you know, that once you become, once you become that name, once she's like, what's the name again? Something in McCook. What's, Brown and what McCook. Yeah. Brown, Brown and McCook. Like people, businesses there in Athens are going to know, oh, you're a business and you're taxes. Brown and McCook. That's what they specialize in. You know, that's, that's right. it just hits differently than, um, I guess we won't name other tax locations, but you just, you just don't have you know anyone and everyone. So I get the specializing and I respect yes. it. I think it's a really smart business move, but, um, regardless, yeah, it started with Facebook ads and right now it's Facebook, Instagram, and we're introducing Google ads, um, which a lot of that depends on client budget because Google yep. ads can be more expensive. Facebook, Instagram ads, if is your cheapest platform to run advertisement right. on. So let me ask you a question there. This is something I've always been curious about. If we're talking about Facebook and Instagram ads, is there a minimum that makes sense? Is it like, eh, if I'm doing $100 a month, am I just throwing my money away? Do I need to be doing <laughs> at least $500 a month or 1000 a month or 3000 a month? Is, is there a level where you're just as a business owner flushing money down the toilet? So that's a really good question. It's actually the most popular question we get, right? It's like, hey, how much do I need to spend what? a month, right? Yeah. So the way, so we actually require a minimum $1,000 ad spend to start out. Okay. Because, right. yeah. because a minimum $1,000 for testing, right? Because everyone wants to know, well, how much do I need to spend? How much do I need to spend? Because we predominantly focus in the lead gen space. And mm-hmm. I tell them, I said, look, the way we answer that question is you, we have our minimum $1,000 ad spend. And what we do is we go out, we test, 
and we start we start to look for consistent consistency on the average cost per lead or average cost per acquisition. And okay. once we're confident, once we're confident, and we kind of start seeing like, for example, like all right, we've been testing for a couple of weeks here, and we're starting to see an average cost per lead of twenty bucks. So now, we'll, we'll say ten bucks for easy numbers. Um, okay. Ten bucks. So now I can go to you and I can say, okay, we are getting lead, leads on average for about ten bucks. Now the question is how many leads do you want a day? Okay, well, I want 10 leads a day. All right, well, based on our data, that's gonna be 10 times 10 leads. That's gonna be $100 a day, okay. right? That's how that's how we can confidently right. answer that question, yeah. right? All right. right, right? And I tell the people, especially on my lead calls, I said, look, that's why we do that. And that's how we answer that question. Now, whether you do business with me or not, if you're on the phone with someone and they say, hey, give me this much money, I guarantee you X amount of leads, you need to run away. There's no guarantees. There it's just, not a, any it's just a trial and error. You got to figure it out as you go. It sounds like. Yeah, exactly. You have that to test. Sense. You have to be willing to test, invest money, find that average cost per lead. And then you can either rear back on the thousand dollar a month budget or you can increase, right? Whatever your revenue goal may be. Now, all right, now let's take, let's take this thousand dollar a month budget. And so I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that. Let's roll. What is my expectation on timeline of this coming to fruition i know it, it has to build some momentum it has to gain some traction and am i expected to okay is it going to take three months for me to really see some traction or six months or six weeks what's what's an average expectation uh, on a, for a business owner to know hey i how long do i need to commit to this to find out if it's working for me or not yeah so we we actually do require a minimum four-month commitment Okay. And yeah. a lot of, and a lot of that, a lot of that too, because what we do is a lot of front end work, right? Because yeah, it makes sense. You know, we, there's a lot of funnel building. There's a lot of, uh, yep. some, sometimes people don't even have a Facebook page. Right. So that's, you know, that <laughs> takes time to build because as far now, as far as seeing results. So let's say it really depends again on your product or service and it depends how involved and in depth your funnel is. Now, if you're, say you're an insurance agent, heck you can, Put together a messenger campaign and start getting leads tomorrow right mm -hmm. and so now if you're selling a, if you're an online coach and you're selling a high ticket product it's a little different right you know we have our top of funnel we got to invest some money and really fill that bucket up let's retarget these people a couple of weeks later that could be you know a four to six week process before we really start being able to scale right so it really depends on your product or service and um but yeah like that's why we kind of require that minimum four month commitment because of the upfront work that's involved. Like there's a lot of these meetings where it's like, Hey, let's talk about your target audience or let's gather some creatives. Like let's get, let's get our creatives together. Let's talk about messaging. Let's talk about angles. Okay. Check, check, check. Then we go in and do do the dirty work. We make the ads, we implement the softwares, the whole nine yards. Right. And that takes time. That takes, it depends, right. It depends on sure. all the different softwares you may be using, but that takes time to set up. So you commit to us on January 1st, and depending how slow or how fast you are to get us content that we need or get the information we need, you could be up and running a week later, right? Because we have to think about the strategy. We have to develop, you know, you don't just throw it out there, right? The biggest mistake is people think Facebook ads is a magic pill, right? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. see this person, you know, I see this person makes so much doing Facebook ads. Well, a lot more involved, right? You have to really know your audience. And that's what it really comes down to with Facebook ads is if you don't nail your audience, you could potentially lose a lot of money, right? You always hear those people, oh, I tried Facebook ads. It didn't work. I just lost a lot of money. But no, you probably didn't have a strategy and you probably yeah. didn't test different audiences, right? So um, 
there's definitely a way of going about Facebook ads. And, and that's the thing too. And I really, I really try to express to people now, there's two types of leads we really talk to. There's people who, who have the money and just want someone to do it for them, right? Like, yeah, I don't care. Just here, do it. I know it can help me do it, which we love those people, right? But then, um, then there's the people who, uh, who are actually are a little more hands-on and kind of actually, they maybe are, may have ran ads before, right? And they're a little more familiar. Yep. So, and I've actually been working on, which I plan to launch in a couple of days. I've actually been working on what I call the Facebook ads Academy to accommodate, uh, accommodate to those type of people. So it's like, okay, you may be familiar with Facebook ads. You may kind of know your way around already, but why don't you come to my Academy and I'll pretty much hand you my business right? And serve you in that way oh, and just guide brilliant. you, right? So now, hey, we have our done for you for those people who are just like, cool, don't really care about learning it. Just come do it, right? Cool. We got that. Got our four-month contract in place for you. But if you're ambitious, if you're, you know, want to go that route where you want to learn, you know, kind of know, you just want to need that extra guidance. Well, we have an offer for you as well, right? So that's something I've been yeah. working on. Um, but yeah, so it's a... Uh, it's and, and the thing is, is what I tell people is Facebook is an advertising platform, right? So don't you think Mark Zuckerberg is going to make it as easy as possible to have anyone run ads on his platform? Because that's how they make money. So they make right? money. Oh, that's yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's like mom and pop up the street, like Mark Zuckerberg is going to make sure they know that they can run ads, right? So and I'd really tell people that the ones who like are ambitious and want to learn like, yes. Or even the people who are curious or, you know, might want to learn, but think it's too much, like you can do it. Right. And this is kind of me like pitching my Academy here in the next couple of days. Right. But, but yeah. now for those, for those of you who do still want us to do it for you, absolutely. We'll do it for you. But, but you know, we want to be able to serve people. And I think I haven't told you, but my 2023 goal is to help a hundred companies, a hundred individuals successfully implement Facebook ads into their company, into their company. And that kind of gets me into another mindset thing, like, which we can touch on later, but once your goal switches to thinking of serving others is solving problems and helping others, you hear all these successful people talk about it. Like that's when growth really happens. And that's what really drove me to start the Academy, right? Is yeah. I think I can help more people if I had this, right? Because there's times I get on calls where there, there are those type of people that want to do it themselves. So yep. again, that's my mission, right? Like I want to, I want to help a hundred companies this year. That's my goal. And that's awesome. Anyways, that's super exciting. All right. I got a question for you on strategy, right? Uh, you're talking about strategy for a second and you talked about, you know, not just throwing your money away and just, you know, have knowing your audience, but there's one term I hear a lot. And I think y'all talk about it a little bit on, on your website. I feel like for most of us as business owners, we're definitely not doing this. We barely even know what it is. Landing page or landing page. <laughs> it's like, what the hell okay. is a landing page? Like, all I know is I got a website and I like mm -hmm. talk about my website and I occasionally throw a link up in my Instagram stories. But what... What the heck is a landing page? What, why do I need one? Does everybody need one? What does it mean? How hard is it? Uh, okay. So, educate us um, here, my man. So really, a landing page, technically, your website is technically a landing page, right? Okay. Like, um, but now, what I, when I, when I think of landing pages, what I think is 
it's a page that you create that is directly about your product. So let me think. Okay. For example, we have our website, LM Digital, right? Yep. And on there you can see you can see us, our company. You can click here, click there. You can kind of click and run around. So if you go to like uh if you go to like a random like a carpet cleaning company, you got the home tab, you got the about tab, you got the book now tab, right? Well, the reason why landing pages I think are very valuable is because you can literally create it where there is no extra tabs to click. This is very direct. You're not gonna you're not gonna lose the lead sent, right? Because when you start sending traffic to your website, right? So okay, so going back yeah. to strategy. Yep. So say so you're running ad and people click on the ad, they go to the home page of your website. Okay. Well, what's the goal? The goal is to have someone book a call with you, right? Or whatever your right. goal may be. Okay, so you're running this ad, you send them to a website, to your homepage. Okay, cool. But how do they know where to go from there? They could possibly go to the about page. They could go scroll around and click yeah. somewhere else, click the privacy page. I don't know, right? So the cool thing about landing pages is like, I'm going to create a landing page that is just direct some straight to booking, right? Like okay. I'm going to put my calendar, I'm going to embed my calendar. I'm going to talk about my business under it. And it just makes it very direct, very user-friendly, no distractions, right? You don't want to lose the scent. So like, for example, I, I wish this was recording. I could share my screen and just give a whole tutorial. But uh, like right now I'm working, I'm looking at my screen right now. I got uh, LNM Digital's Facebook Ads Academy landing page that I'm working on right now. And this looks Perfect. completely different than then it looks completely different than lnmdigital.com, our regular website. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's an opportunity to take your one product or service and plaster it on one page and talk all about the product and make make it really easy to make the next move, take the next action, which may purchase, book a call, whatever it may be. But really, yeah, don't overthink landing page. It's pretty much a website, but just one page. One, pretty much a website, just way more direct. Just and takes soft- takes out all the fluff and all the other stuff. Exactly. Okay. And really, yeah. and really uh, software. So the best software is to use when it comes to creating landing pages. Um, mm-hmm. I use Go High Level. Go High Level is a really strong software. Uh, ClickFunnels is another really good software to use. Um, Active Campaign, uh, you can use, they have email marketing and landing pages. And um, I know a lot of people use Squarespace when they build their website, which mm-hmm. I think you can do landing page features on uh, Squarespace. I'm not sure, but now I'm not affiliated at all with Go High Level. It'd be pretty cool if I was, but Go High Level has it all. It's $97 a month, but it's the best $97 you'll ever spend. I can, I run my whole business to it. My calendars, my email marketing, my landing pages, my websites. I can even send invoices if I wanted to. So Go That's High awesome. Level yeah. is a really strong CRM system. Uh, but um, yeah, it's really like my only expense when it comes to running the business. But um, man, that's awesome advice and yeah, awesome tips for our audience there. I, I love that on the on the software and the landing page side. What mm-hmm. is it important? to do multiple platforms as a business owner, or is it more important to specialize and say, you know what, I'm going to spend all my money on Instagram where I need to be doing Instagram and Google and LinkedIn. What, what do you typically recommend when you're starting to manage somebody's ad spend? Yeah. So that's actually a conversation we have. And I actually had this conversation with a client that we onboarded a couple of days ago. She's medic. She's a Medicare agent. She's out of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And and I told her, 
and I told her, I said, do you have an Instagram? And she says, no, I don't. I said, I think that's okay because most of your target audience, I don't necessarily think they're going to be on Instagram looking, you know, for your Medicare sure. service, right? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and so and I said, I said, so that really actually works in your favor. Most of your budget can be allocated to Facebook. So I think it starts with obviously knowing your ideal customers and where they spend most of their time. Like, for example, if you're a retail store, an e-commerce store, or like, I know like Athens has a lot of boutiques, right? Mm -hmm. So there you should probably be on Instagram, right? Because you target those college kids. They're always on Instagram and get some foot traffic to your door. So um, it depends on your product or service. It depends, you know, you really, as a business owner, you should know where most of your clients live, but, um, but yeah, so it definitely, that's a conversation you have to have that has to be included in your strategy. Uh, and you like actually it. have the, you actually have that option to allocate your budget. Like, Hey, I just want to be on Facebook or I just yeah. want to put my ads on Instagram. I think, yeah, it comes back. I like the way you circled back into like knowing your audience and really knowing who that is. Mm -hmm. All right, Michael, we could do this all day, my man. There, there's, <laughs> we're, we are leaving meat on the bone here, which sets us up for another episode. Down no the kidding. Road. But, but yes. for our audience, one thing we do on the stronger business podcast Whenever we're starting to wrap up an episode, and as uh, my business partner and friend Josh Melton often calls landing the plane, as we're landing the plane, <laughs> we like to leave our audience with a max out moment. If you could give our audience one tip that they could go do this weekend, what's one thing you would recommend? What advice would you give a business owner, entrepreneur? It could be in digital marketing. It could be in mindset. It could be in business in general. But hey, if I could leave you with one tip to go implement and do this weekend, what would it be? And we'll put you on the spot here. Well, I think one advice I would give, or I'd give like some technical advice. One advice I would give is uh, kind of like what I mentioned earlier: don't don't chase the golden carrot, don't chase the don't chase the money, right? Don't chase the dollar. Um, because like I said, as I said, into 2023, my mindset is that how much money can we make as a company? It's how many people can I help? Right? And I set a mark. And because, you know, I'm 25 years old and this is my career. This is what, if this is what I want to do, if this is my career and it's December of 2023 and I just look at how much money I make, well, where's the power? Like how much value how much of an impact am I really making? Right. So I think being able to not focus so much on chasing the dollar, because I did it. I, I, I've done it. There was a part yep. in our time in our business where that's all I focused on. And it only gets you so far. But I think really ask yourself, like, is this something you're passionate about? Is like, if it is, what kind of impact do you want to make and how are you going to make it? Right. And so that's why, again, like I've really revamped a lot of things in our company, because that's what it comes. I want to make an impact. I want to be known. Like, I don't want to just scoop by in the digital space and just make my money every year and get by. Like, how can you make an impact in your business and what you're doing? Right. And if you're passionate about it, you should be able to answer that question pretty easily. Um, now, technical um, on the digital side of things here. Okay. Because I know I guess a fun thing that you could do if you're a business owner, being on social media is important. Obviously having a social right. presence is important. I challenge you to on Sunday, batch together, batch together five 
different posts to post on your social media. That's uh, and just post them Monday through Friday of next week, just to kind of get out there again and do it. I know it's hard. It sucks. We even struggle with it. It's, it can be a pain making content. That is an awesome tip and call to action. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a, uh, it's a it's a challenge for sure. But and on top of that, because that's on the organic side, on top of that, as you do that, I would also challenge you to go to the Facebook Ads Library. Google that. Uh-huh. Just go to Facebook Ads Library, and you will have the opportunity to search your competitors' Facebook ads. So if you're a business owner, go to Facebook Ads Library and type in whoever your competitor competitor is and see what kind of ads they're running right now. Are they running ads right now? And if you see that they are running ads, so let's take, for example, I don't know, uh, one of the bar, bar bar A in Athens. Hey, business owner, go to Facebook ads library, Google the bar B and see if they're running ads, right? And if they are, you should be, you should be kind of raising your eyebrows like, oh, shoot. Maybe I should be. I should be running ads. Running ads. Over. Maybe I should contact Michael Curry. And <laughs> but uh, I go to Facebook Ads Library. If you're a business owner, if you're a boutique, or whoever you are, local business, anyone who's listening to this, Google your competitors. Google your industry. You can see what kind of ads your competitors are running. You can get inspiration on the kind of ads that you could run. All right, and um, that's always that's something we always do. We always go to the ads library to get inspiration, do some competitors analysis. So definitely a big hack there. You know, man, and, that is, that is a yeah. huge hack. I've never heard that before. That's you gave yeah. us two awesome max out moments. And just for me, recap a few things we talked about that, that's just huge tips for our audience. Uh, obviously, going to the Facebook uh, manager and the Facebook Facebook, Facebook ads library, fa- right. Facebook ads library, and Googling your petter, competitors' uh, ads. That's brilliant. Don't chase the money, provide value. Uh, go after it from a different perspective, I think is awesome advice. And anybody that's been successful in anything in business, I think that's a common theme. I love how you talked about early in the episode, you wish you would have invested in mentors and development and courses and signing up for those things earlier. I absolutely love how you talk about like asking why, when you're looking at metrics, when you're looking at numbers, when you're looking at your marketing, when you're looking at things, if you're doing it yourself, you should be asking why. If you're paying a company to do it or a firm to do it for you, you should be asking why. I think that goes for everything in business. So, man, so many awesome tips. Such a edge of our seat story and roller coaster <laughs> ride here in your journey that gets us here, which is freaking cool and awesome, man. I've, I've laughed. Mm-hmm. I've uh, uh, there's been a, a lot of like, oh my gods, go on during some of this. So, <laughs> Told you it's gonna be the best one. It's gonna be the best I, one. I, yeah, you delivered, dude. It's been fantastic. I can't wait to do it again. In the meantime. Where can our audience find you? Where where, where are you at online? Yeah. Uh, where are you at on Instagram? How do we connect? It, yeah, it's at LM Digital Team across all platforms, really. Uh, it's uh, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at LM Digital Team. And I believe Elizabeth even said that she'll probably post yeah, it somewhere. Whenever we'll throw this it in the show published. notes. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And, and then, on uh, Instagram? Yeah, uh, Instagram, say, Instagram, same thing. Uh at lmdigitalteam.com, uh, my personal, if you really want to go there. Uh, I think it's like <laughs> Michael Curry, my Michael Curry 13. I don't, I'm not on there much anymore. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, that definitely follow, 
uh, follow, like our page. I, I've been really making a push in 2023 to deliver content on a consistent basis. So I give a lot of tips, a lot of like the ads library tips. That's a big one. Um, but yeah, and visit our website, LM, as in Liz and Michael, lmdigitalteam.com. Uh, I, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. lmdigitalteam.com. He checks out. And um, yeah, and it's like I told you in the beginning of this call, man, um, I actually joined some local Athens business Facebook groups because I was like, you know, I want to go back to my alma mater. I want to see if there's business there that could use my service, you know? So like, Obviously, I don't know where the listeners are, but if they are in Athens, like that's actually a push. I'm trying. I, I want to be. I want to connect with businesses in Athens. So hopefully that works out. Um, but it, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun, dude. It's been what almost <laughs> almost two hours. We we got that was that was a lot of fun. That was it's a lot been, of fun. It's been epic, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. It's been a lot of fun and. I'm excited to connect and learn more, do some business together and, uh, yeah. and just thank you for being on the stronger business podcast.